Hey, what's up? I'm Joel Madden. This is Artist Friendly, and today I'm talking to Jesse Joe Stark. I hope you guys enjoy our conversation. I don't want no bad times. I don't want to have bad. You like the studio? I love it here. Great. Do I have to talk into this? Just like this far. Okay. I love it here and I'm so happy to be able to come here. Like everything I do is in my world. Yeah. And coming here is so fun. Yeah, it's a different, it's a break time. from what you're always doing. But your world is cool as shit. Yeah, it's very cool. But so is this. It's so. nice to get out of yours. I just feel like excited that I have another home. Yeah. It feels like. Yes, you do. And in a way you guys make me feel at home and like, I don't know, just the time that everyone's putting into me is like makes it feels good feels nice. good for everybody yeah thank you because everyone here does what what they love yeah and so when you get to do i think when you get to do what you love with people other people that do it at a high level yeah it's exciting it feels real yeah and full circle because i've known you for so long and just like it's weird to me yeah. timing life whatever yeah it's really cool but it's organic very organic yeah, because yeah. I've known you since how how old were you when we met? I don't know. I think but I was little. I was just like I mean, I've been with Nicole for seventeen years. That's crazy. So that it's some it's maybe not seventeen years, but probably something like yeah. fourteen or fifteen. Which is wild. That's so wild. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. But you you've always been like one of the coolest girls or people. But Thank like you. you're like a cool girl. Thank you. I think I think you've always just done exact. It feels to me like you just move very naturally, organically, instinctively, and I think the best art and the best creative stuff comes from people who are doing it because they have to, versus like, okay, here's our goal. Let's make this and sell it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I learned that from my parents and like everyone I've surrounded myself with. I'm just like I don't know what else to do. Yeah. But like move organically. Um, but I feel like they set me up for that. Like yeah. they really supported me in that. And I like everything lately feels like every choice I've made, it's like been worth it. Even yeah. if I'm not where I'm supposed to be or where I think I'm supposed to be, but it took a lot of fighting like against, like I had to really fight for myself to yeah. remain in a zone that I respect. I don't know if that makes sense. It makes sense. And now I feel like I'm around other people that get it. Yeah. And it's like, it's a good feeling. Yeah. I think that what I hear and what I sensed always about your family, right? Because you have a super cool family. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like you guys are trying to be anything other than what you are, which is why I think that's what the cool, that to me is the coolest when you see people being themselves. Right. They're just comfortable yeah, in their own skin, right? Yeah. But like, I, I think that most people have to look for that yeah they have to look for the they have they it's natural i'm not like saying anyone listening that's like should i be organically cool i think all people the the more they find their genuine version of themselves where they're doing things they're passionate about it comes across to me as like cool yeah whatever that style is whatever but i think that like from as long as i've known you and your family um 
it's interesting because you have this big world when you think of like Chrome Hearts, right? It's a big world. It's like a it's like a, a super cool big yeah. feeling. But when you go inside of it, it's kind of small. It's like a very but that to me is what I learned a little bit from you guys is um your you you guys are one of a few different like families I've seen. Like how do they remain so loving and close and sweet? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like families are families, but- I don't know. Like, it's sick. Like, I don't think people realize too, we're like literally at like a round or a square table, like making decisions. I'm like, dad, should I post this? And he's like, I hate that. I'm like, yeah. And then we fight about it. Exactly. And then like it's online and then everyone's like, this is shit or this is amazing. And it's like, we're just, it's first and second generation, I guess. Still. Yeah. And it's like, I was really there when they were creating this baby. Like I was yeah. their baby and they were struggling artists around other artists, like- that's exactly how I imagine it. And it's just like, I think that, I don't know, I I was just there since the beginning. And it's like, I have so much respect for them and- What they've had to do to- What they've had to do, the to sacrifices. Yeah. And now they, they've they allowed, they've given me this life, you know, to to be able to create and mess up and, and figure it out for myself. And like, I learned so much from them because they really like, whatever anyone's perspective is on like who I am or point of, like, they had- n they were just like really just working on their art project when I was growing up and it yeah. was like chaotic. Yeah. And now the life I am in with like what I want to do is chaotic. And it was like, I was built to do it. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's just cool. But we, we're still just so close. And like my brother and sister are 19 and Which we're about to go crazy. on a family vacation together. And it's, we're going to probably talk about work, but it's also like, but we that's just want to spend do. time together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, all we do is talk about work in yeah. my house because we all work on stuff we love. Of course. And, you know, my daughter, who's 15, talks about, essentially talks about work, yeah. her own version of work, which yeah. is like dancing and fashion, whatever. She's, you know, she's she's likely going to be like her mom making fashion and yeah. taking, you know, so making cool. cool art pictures, Yeah, you know, doing, doing, doing what she loves. But what I think is cool and why I think if you if you look at if so if you break it all apart if you if you look at your art look at your music which I've always loved your music and I've always Thank loved you. you as an artist, um, and you've always moved at your in your own way which I've always just thought was super cool. So I think that that's not something you can learn. It, um, it's something you kind of have to I feel like grow up in. Yeah, and. Exactly what you said is what I always imagine. What I imagine about your parents, because I'm love your. I love your parents, and they're they're such great people, um, but great artists in their in their own rights, right? And I imagine this like art, these like starving, struggling artists making this thing, and like having these kids, and just you you guys growing up in like this really artistic environment, which breeds a lot of freedom. Yeah. Um, but it also, I think is likely you grew up learning, like without even having to think about it, having instincts and just following them versus like most people, I think struggle to listen to their instincts and to like, yeah, make a decision that they feel totally versus like, what should I do? And they put all the, put it on paper and they try to make decisions like that. And I think if there was anywhere where you got maybe turned around or anything like that, it was likely someone trying to get you to think about something too much versus just do yeah, something. Totally. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I feel like lately I'm just like, there's so much power in really listening to your gut and like your heart and just being like, 
even if someone says something to you, you can totally fight it. You're like, but I don't, that's not what I think. Or like, but I, I want to go way. this way. Yeah. Like, it's just cool if you know that. And I don't, I think that's a superpower. I don't know if, I've definitely not known it all the time every day, but I always arrive there in the end, yeah. you know? And um, that's something I watched with my parents. They really moved gracefully through their like decision. Like they, they just went, they really just took a lot of risks. And it's not easy to just like say, fuck it. It's really not easy to be rock and roll in that way, you know? It took me a long time. <laughs> I'm still learning how to do it. I, I still don't know if I get it all the way right, but I feel like every good decision I've ever made has been a feeling. Yeah. And everything I got talked into or I thought about too much was like off the path. And it's like trying to walk that tightrope of building a real life, which is a real thing, yes. right? The, the reality of life is we have to eat and we need to... Mm -hmm further our we need to grow yeah but like do that in a way where you're doing things that you actually care about and i think you can't go wrong if you actually care about it and even if you don't know why you care so much about it yet to trust that like i don't know but i like that and i got to keep going right. with it totally takes a lot of time yeah to build things to grow things yeah and different phases in your life right like i'm having a, the best time right now and i don't know how i've arrived here I don't know what's happening tomorrow, but I'm like having the best time and I'm grateful. Life is good. You know, like. What are you the most excited about of all the things? I'm excited to go on tour. Like I cannot wait. I was touring before COVID and now I'm like, it's been too long. And yeah. I can't wait to just like be stuck with people and yeah. see people and talk to people that like my music and just fucking do it. And I then. I don't know. I just officiated a wedding this weekend. Like awesome. I got to be there for my two best friends. Where was that at? Uh, Santa Here? Monica. Okay, Santa Monica. Yeah, cool. I wrote like a whole speech, and it was the that was the craziest thing I've ever done because you. It's nerve wracking too. Nerve wracking, and you're show you have to like. I really, I'm not good at school. I'm not good at book report. I'm like just ADD, and I yeah, yeah, me too. Really, really focused, and was like, I'm gonna someone's gonna cry i want laughs like i want all of it and i succeeded that's amazing and they were happy i'm so. terrible with i could get on stage no problem yeah i mean i'm 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 super nervous but once i get on stage i get through it and then i do what i do but like a wedding or giving a speech to real people yeah like in a room where they're you know yeah. what i mean like it's we're all face to face it's um i'm terrible scary. at it i get so nervous i i do terrible with that i we just uh, we just played uh, Good Charlotte. We played at uh, Sophia's wedding. Oh, we all know. Right? We've seen it. Okay, so it's iconic. It was so great. It's so iconic. It, it was so fun. <laughs> it was so great. But I could not bring myself to say to give any kind of like really great speech. And so I talked or whatever, but I didn't. I, I was like, I should just try to give a speech because I love yeah. these two so much. I'm like, yeah. All I want to do is just show them how much I love them. Yeah. You know, Sophia is like my heart. Of I course. Just die for her every day. Like she's just one of the most special people to me. I've known her since she was seven. Yeah. It's like my little sister. Of course. And yeah. I've just loved her. And so to see her go into this beautiful time in her life, I'm so happy. I'm just over the moon that like they have this beautiful yeah. thing. So of course we're going to play and we're going to like yeah. show up and like, <laughs> so cool. you know, and I couldn't bring myself to give like, I couldn't, the words did not come for me yeah. to like give a great, 
heavy, heartfelt, everybody cry speech. So I wish I had it. My brother's really good at it. He just, he just, and Nicole's great at it. She can make him laugh. Throw in a little. Well, I think you did enough by. But yeah, that was my way. House, ro- rocking it out. Yeah, we, we yeah, brought that's, that. Nothing's cooler than that. I'm terrible at that stuff. <laughs> I really lose the words when that's I okay. have to be. Um, I feel a lot, but putting it into words is hard sometimes. It's hard for me too. I mean, yeah. I went through like 20 drafts. I wonder what that is. I wonder um, why I can't. I think there's something that blocks me from the vulnerability that I have that you have to show or be when I don't know what it is. I haven't really explored that part of me yet, but like why do I struggle with a speech to someone I love in front of one-on-one? Great. Can have a really great conversation, can really share, can tell someone how I feel. But man, when we're at a table of 10, just I lose all words. I mean, some people freeze. read, some people can't. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just like, that's not your thing. Just freeze. That's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's okay. Well, also, like, to. is this true? This is true. Okay, so this is I, a true I thing. I can't do it. Okay, so Nicole wouldn't disagree or anything. She wouldn't. No, no she wouldn't. No, this is a thing. Okay. I, I stumble across my words. I'm not smooth with the delivery. My brother is amazing. He just like does like these mic drop speeches. Sick. Um, but you're doing this, like I couldn't do this. This is different, one-on-one. But other people couldn't do this. This is easy. For me, I really, really love talking to people. Yeah. Love, love it. Yeah. Just, it's something I like. I love making friends with people. I love getting to know them. Um, but yeah, speech in front of a table of maybe four, I could possibly pull something off. But like once it starts getting past like six, eight, yeah. 10 people. <laughs> stage fright. Just stage fright. Yeah. Total fro- frozen. I feel that. I always wonder, um, you know, when I think about you, you're this, you, you, you have always loved your art, love your sense of fashion, love your sense of, of um, your perspective. You know, you're like an amazing creative director. Thank you. You have really good taste. Uh, you're always, you're always way ahead, you know, where the culture is now. You were, you were there a long, long time ago. Uh, and I don't even know that you'll ever get credit for that. Uh, <laughs> but, that but that's okay. We no don't one always does. Credit. No, one ever, <laughs> no one who really deserves credit ever really gets it. But you also kind of grew up in this world that I think a lot of people in general, there's a narrative about growing up in LA, first yeah. of all, um, that I think is completely false and unreal. And I get why people need it. They need, yeah. you know, mo- more people are not in LA than are in LA. So there's a, a little world of like, if you think about entertainment or music or fashion or, you know, Hollywood, whatever you want to call it, there's a bunch of names for it, but it's creative people. It's a big, it's a big group of creatives doing lots of different things. You grew up in that. Um, and I think we live in a time where it's very like, it feels like everyone's just like, they label things really quickly and they kind of pass things off as like a word or a, or yeah. a thing. So, but you are kind of the ant, the antithesis of what someone would think of a kid, a, a, a girl who grew up in, in, you know, Hollywood or LA. Um, you're, it's just interesting to me, like you, you're, and we all know, I mean, we know that like most of that's bullshit anyways, um, but there are some, some cautionary tales when, you know, people who grew up 
and and I think actually the through line is is that like it's pretty no matter where you grow up in America in any town and any like like there's going to be the kids who go down a road and have problems and there's going to be the kids who feel, feels like they kept their shit together yeah um but I, but I think that people's perception is is that here it's harder to just be a normal person who feels like they left doing what they love or doing what they like. And um, it just feels like you've always felt like, to me, like this super grounded, um, you got your head on straight in a kind of a crazy place. I didn't grow up here. Yeah, it's, it's true. I and mean, I grew up in a small town. It was yeah. a lot easier for me yeah. uh, to <laughs> go out into the world and just go one direction because right. it was only, we only had one way to go, which was forward. Right. Um, but here there's a lot of options. Yeah. A lot of different ways you can go. Yeah. Do you ever think about that? Yeah. I just like really care about my parents. That's what got me. Like I just respect them and I respect myself and I, but I really like, I don't know. I just, I went through like, you know, being young and crazy and yeah. free, but I just, which we all do. I've always wanted to work and like really respect. I want to have respect for myself and my art. And I also want to. I want other people to take me seriously. Like I never wanted to be, I don't want to be handed anything. I don't want to be like, I don't want to not work. You've I, always worked hard. I just want to, I really want to do everything. And I want to help others. And I want to just like, I don't know. I, yeah, I could be like sitting twiddling my thumbs, but like, what's the fun in that? I want to, I want to yeah. like, I want to change. I want to move people. I want to like, there's no other option in my head. Like right. when people talk to me, it's like, well, you could do this and you could do that. And the way people think of me all the time, I still see it. I'm like, you have no idea. Any, you don't know who I am at all. You don't all. even know what I do. You know, I think everyone's labeled no matter where you're from. Yeah. But LA, obviously, because it is the dream to the, the masses, like there's like an idea of what I would be. And it's just like, again, we are just a family. Yeah. There's sparkly things around us that doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And they don't just come out of air. I mean, I'm like, we make, make stuff. I'm making them yeah. with them. And I've learned and I've failed. And like, I hold myself accountable. Like, I don't want to fuck around. I'm I'm a serious chick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm crazy and whatever. And I went through like my party girl stage, which I think I'm going through again. But I just like, but that's want to work. But, I want to do stuff. But <laughs> to be fair, I don't know that there's a party girl f stage or phase yeah, yeah. more than... I'm going out more than usual and because people see it, it seems like it's a fake. That's the thing that you have that you're up against and you grew up in it. So you navigate it and manage it in a really graceful way. Um, a lot of people come here from somewhere else and they have no idea what that thing is. And then when the eyeballs are on them, they don't navigate it as gracefully because they weren't yeah. uh, they didn't recognize that it was there. Right. Some of my friends visit me, like they'll come from London or something and they'll visit me and they're like so bored. They're like, I thought I was going to come here. Yeah, we're going to no, be like out. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, we're watching like a Nancy Myers film on my couch on a Friday. Like Most people get LA <laughs> wrong like that though. Yeah. It's an early town. Yeah. Everyone goes to bed pretty early. Totally. Everything closes. I have to like plan my too. meals before, you know, they lock it down. Yeah. You go to New York and you're like, you guys stay up way too late here. Yeah. We're having dinner at 11? Yeah. No way am I having dinner at 11. 
I love I mean, the late night dinner. I mean, Here I don't, but like no. in New York and London, I change. I'm like, yeah, it's different. So there. fun, but it's here I'm there. like, you're not gonna have the experience you think with. But me. that's why you go to New York and have fun, and then you come home and you're like, oh my god, thank God yeah. I need to get in bed at yes, like ten o'clock. I love my bed. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. yeah, but I do think that um, there is something to being aware of the the you know what i what i don't what i try to avoid these days is anything that'll bring if unless i really want to do it you know like i'll do a tv show this yeah. tv show that i really really love doing so that brings a little bit of of attention or whatever whatever it's not too bad it's definitely not like some people, but like you, it's it. You always think twice about like what thing you're gonna go do and what you're gonna have to deal with on the like outward side of like totally. what am I gonna have to deal with as far as like the attention or whatever it's gonna generate, and then you weigh it up and you kind of go like, I really do want to do it. I'll it'll be fine. Or you go, you know what? I don't I don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah, but like this is fun. This is fun. So I'm just like, yeah, we're doing that. But people, but I do also <laughs> think that like people, people are watching it. And when I do this, I, I, we, it's free flowing. It's cool. And we just put it out and we don't, you know, we're not looking for like clicks or views or whatever. It's an organic thing. Yeah. And like the right people, I feel like the right people listen. The people that listen to it are generally super thoughtful. They care about you know, having... But there will always be someone that doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I posted a photo the other day of my ass crack. Yeah. And is, I you know, am with my, my fabulous gay best friend. Yeah. And I had some of the meanest comments I've ever had in my life. Like, and I loved them. You know why? Because I have the freedom to post that photo and I don't take that lightly. 100%. Like, I'm... This is my body. I didn't like it till I was older. You don't know. Yeah. Fuck you. And but you also, the meaner you are... The, it doesn't, I, that's something you, as I grow into myself, like I'm able to just, it just goes like that yeah. because it's just like, it doesn't, you know what I mean? So like, it doesn't no matter. matter what, like I will say something today, maybe that is taken the wrong way yeah. or like, but I don't care because I'm with my friend that yeah. has always been a supporter and I, I'm grateful that we get to talk and yeah. that's it. And my words are just my words. They don't, it's just like they're going to offend someone or, or they'll inspire someone. And that's just the way it is. That's right? always how it is. Yeah. And most of the time, you know, uh, yeah, that to me, I don't even know what people say. I don't <laughs> even look. Yeah. It's my way of dealing with it is not looking. Um, but yeah, I wonder what that is. Sometimes is you I think, um, <laughs> what, why would you say you didn't, you weren't comfortable with your body till you were older? I, and, how, and define, like, what's older? What constitutes older? I think I, well, I remember one of my first shoots, I was like, I want to be naked with a spider web. Okay. So my friend Dana, I stalked her. This is why I love Instagram. I stalk people. I'm yeah. Like, not like, what are you doing on your holiday? I'm like, where do I get that oil painting from like the 40s? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I found this beautiful artist, Dana. She shot me in... You just found her randomly. Where were we? Yeah, like, I found her on... On Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram. And we kind of like... You liked her work. Loved her work, stalked her, stalked her, stalked her. She's so chill. So you chill. didn't know her personally? Didn't know her. Okay. She's really That's chill. Cool. I find out, I'm like, she's a, she's ignoring me, but it turns out she's just chill as hell and like didn't yeah. check her DMs. Right. 
So we finally, I drove down to her and um, she shot me with a spider web and it was like one of my first shoots where I was like really showing my body mm-hmm. and she just, the way it was, I don't know, I think it just felt like, it felt like all the paintings I love. Like it mm-hmm. didn't feel over-sexualized to me. I felt comfortable with her. It was just a beautiful day, like friends creating art and I just, that was the first time I felt empowered and like not how old were you embarrassed um i was t- maybe 20 oh my god 25 or that, something that's that's significant time to go not feeling comfortable i was like just not really i was a tomboy like i, I yeah you were a little called yeah. jesse no joe right um i had a low ponytail i was like a boy and was just like or i felt like one of the guys and i just I didn't like I wore big shirts into the beach. Yeah, yeah. Like into the ocean. Yeah. Like I had big shirts on. And now I'm like so do always I. naked. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's just I wasn't I didn't wanna I didn't like my boobs, like all that stuff. And and so when people comment, I'm just like, grow up. That's crazy. Yeah. And it just I'm like, you're probably not there yet, or or this means something differently to you. To me, it's just like I'm just this is my skin. I don't even know what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's but it took me a really long time to like. I would have never known that. Yeah. You always seemed really comfortable. Um, it's not about like what I looked like. And I'm not saying in yeah. like the how much clothes you take off, whatever. Right. Like it's more like I think you get a vibe from people. I think like you've always come across as like cool Southern California, like that, like that. Like it's just like tomboy-ish maybe, but not really tomboy, just more like. SoCal, like when I, I didn't grow up here. So I always thought of people like beachy, cool, like earthy, Yeah, you know? I was, but I was just like always covered. Right. Like Mm -hmm. not covered, but just like, and it wasn't like, oh, I thought I was ugly or, oh, I didn't like the shape of my body or anything. I just wasn't, I didn't feel the need to show it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I started to, it wasn't for a reason. Right. I was just coming into my feminine a little bit more and like really understanding like loving women in a different way. And like and when I was younger, stuff. yeah, when I was younger, like women were like h- hardcore. They still are, but I'm able to see there's insecurity behind like any sort of like conflict with women. Yeah. I feel like I love women now. I just didn't always, I like really just hung out a lot of guys. It's and, a journey. It's a journey. And I and I think um, I just like love my girlfriends now. And yeah. I'm- I always hope my daughter will like- be on her own journey, yeah, and and she'll have she'll feel like she has the freedom to just be at any stage, be yourself, yeah, whatever that stage is, yeah. You know what I mean? I like I just want. I'm sure. I feel like your, I feel like your dad is a really good girl dad. Uh, he's got super cool girls, yeah. and obviously a, a really cool boy too, yeah. But like, there is something to. It's a tough world for girls. I just think yeah. it's a really tough place where it you're, com- you know. You're always objectified by everyone in every way. It's just the nature of people. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to raise a girl to believe in herself. Yeah. And then make decisions based on that. Yeah. And in a world where everybody's constantly just criticizing or picking them apart or has something to say yeah. about things that they should not be shouldn't be their business. Mm-mm. And I've always thought about that. Like, I don't know how you do it. I I don't. 
I get so confused sometimes, but I just want my daughter to feel like she can just be herself. Yeah. Make whatever decision she thinks is the right decision and do whatever the hell she wants to do with her life and express herself the way she wants to express herself and 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 really ignore all of the kind of like low level because that's how I see the comments is just low level. Only people on a very low level would make such kind of like low level remarks. Yeah. You know what I mean? There isn't a lot of- I, Also, I, I think people that are really lonely and like, and also don't have the freedom maybe. Like, you low. know, you have such, your daughter has such a great support system and, and role models. Like a lot of people don't have that. It's, it's like, that's why I really don't take my parents for granted. It's like- yeah. Of course, my initial, like my immediate reaction is like, fuck you, let's fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like, you just can't do that. It's like, I don't know if this girl's 13, she's in her house, her dad's an asshole, like, or you don't she doesn't know, yeah. have a, it's like everything, who I am is like, I'm just grateful I had the support to be who I am. Absolutely. And that's. But that's where the, the low, the word low comes from, yeah. in my opinion, is if I'm looking down on someone. Yeah. I'm going to be only giving them support. So when I look down on someone, I'm going to look down and have empathy. That's human nature. Yeah. So if I'm looking up to someone, I'm going to probably be more inclined to say something negative. Yeah. Um, because it feels out of reach. Totally. So whenever totally. anyone says something negative to me, I always feel uh, compassion towards that because they they just seem low to me. Whether they're lonely, that's a low place. Whether they're yeah. broke, that's a low place. Whether they have low self-esteem, that's a low place. So like maybe their their dad's a horrible person, that's a low place. Yeah. So wherever they're coming from, the perspective of of a negative, toxic feeling remark to me is always just my it strikes me as low. Yeah. And and so I always feel like, oh poor guy. I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to get into uh I don't want because what they also have a tendency to do is like pull you in and then you're in some like way too long conversation with like time you don't have to try and totally connect with someone who doesn't want to connect with you. No. I Does love it, connecting with people. Yeah. But you can't connect with someone unless they're at your level. Yeah. Um, and they and they're sharing that perspective with you of like what you're doing is out of joy, it's out of creativity, it's out of all these good things. And so, of, of course, there's going to be, like, just low-level remarks. Like, like having conversation disagreeing is one thing, but, like, hate is just – it's a silly fucking idea mm. to just hate. Like, I just don't even understand how that's in you're, us. You, and not having empathy is, like – You're not a hater, though. No, but I was, I was angry growing up. Like, I was always, like, trying to find my spot. But Angst I, I really, really thing. love – like, I'm a lover. Yeah. Like Very I'm a cool. hardcore lover. Super cool. So it's just like super cool. That's what you are. Oh, is like super cool? Uh, I go back to how did this woman come up in this world full of every opportunity to go off the path and and um and grow grow all the way up to be this super cool one of a kind. You know, one of one. Right. You can name one. I couldn't say like, oh, Jesse Joe, she's like this. She's like these people. You're one of one, which has always been cool. That's why I've always kind of like, always thought like, doesn't matter what you do. As long as you're doing stuff you care about, you're yeah. always gonna do cool shit. Thank and it's gonna matter, you know? Um, but I think it has everything to do with your parents and your family and like this like cool, organic, 
artsy and your parent i mean your your parents are really decent people like good well-mannered you know anything about like good when you when, you know there's like i what strikes me the most about people is well-mannered or rude yeah. it's so simple for me like when right. someone is well-mannered that good yeah. manners like good manners to me have been like the bedrock of my entire personal experience in the world. Yeah. I got taught good manners. If my parents gave me anything. They 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 couldn't give me much, but they gave me good manners, yeah. like just decent manners. Yeah. So I always tell my kids like just they get tired of hearing it, but they're like I'm always like you know, mind your manners when you go. Like make sure you That's important though. They love is. you for that. Like I always hear my brother he's 19, like everyone's like I saw your brother today. He shook my hand and he looked me in the eyes. And I yeah. was like, that's sick. Like hearing that is he just like- What's he probably got from your parents? Yeah, but it's like, I didn't even, I don't know if I, like I was always sweet, but I was always like like really shy. Yeah, He's like so deep. Yeah, And I love hearing that. I'm just like, that's so rad. But that's how you can tell if someone, in my opinion, comes from a good family. It's that simple. It's yeah. like, are they, do they have good manners? Yeah, totally. How did you come up with the album cover? One of my so, favorite, it's one of my favorite you. album covers I've ever seen. Thank you, thank you. I'm obsessed with it. I am obsessed with like Emmanuel and Boris, like all these, I think from the 50s, um, like oil paint. Yeah, yeah, all that cool shit. And I like stalked their Instagram. You can't really, and I'm sure they don't, unless you know them, you can't really get to them anymore. There's still, a couple of them are still alive, but Greg, I also, and he he hit me back, his wife actually, Greg, um, he worked on like a Sabbath cover. He sent Star Wars artwork, and and Sick. I actually called in a, it's a favor. World. Yeah, it's a whole world. It's a whole world, which I never do. I called um, Duff and was like, "Listen, I've never really asked you for anything crazy. Can you please, please call Greg and connect me with Greg?" Because they weren't getting back to me, and I ended up talking to his wife, who's a total badass. Like, yeah, handles everything for him. Oh, cool. One of those. And, That's dope. And like once they they saw they I think that they were really surprised. This is what I wanted. Yeah. At, like they saw me and they're like, and then when I when we started talking, she was like, immediately she's just like, okay, do you want a tail or do you not want a tail? And I was like, freaking out. I Thank was like, you this for is asking. The only <laughs> question I need to be asked ever. Now I know you get it. Yeah. And she's like, are we doing lava or are we not? And I'm just like, this whole process was insane. He starts by painting the canvas black. I'm just like Sick. in awe. I have this painting now. That's ridiculous. In my house. It's just like, that's the world I live in inside my head. You know, I'm not good with numbers. I'm not good with like work. I just like, want, I live there. And you make stuff. To see me in that way. I was, I also had to, this this guy, Doug, who sh used to shoot some of our Chrome Hearts campaigns. Like, yeah. Because my mom shoots everything for Chrome Hearts. Your mom is a badass that. photographer. Yeah, she's amazing. In fact, I have a photo she did for me. Nicole, of Nicole. got a shot for me. Yeah. And it's like my favorite photo amazing. that I own. It's huge. It. It's on my wall. Yeah, I think I know the one. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. She's incredible. She's um, she doesn't get enough credit. Like she she, she shot every Chrome Hearts campaign. So I'm saying, it like here. I say, <laughs> like I said about you though, like uh, yeah. you don't get enough credit. It's artists that are making things because they have to. Yeah. Um, there are people that are good at going out there and getting credit for something yeah. that wasn't. You know, a lot of times it's an idea that's derived from someone else's idea. Yeah. But there are some people who are good at going out and getting credit. And then there are other people who are just good at making things. And they'll eventually get credit. Because if you put your mom's work all together, 
as a body of work. Yeah. And you look through it, shit is fucking, it's like historic. Yeah, it's amazing. It's badass. She's, her archives are insane. You can't, <laughs> you can't destroy that. Yeah. That lives. And so where we think right now, we think we understand why something's important or or we think it's not, it, it doesn't feel important enough to everyone else because we feel it's important. But I always say like time will always tell. Yeah. And you cannot take away the heavy, the weight of a body of work that's important. Yeah. And I think that your mom's work will, the day that comes when it's, when it's really given collectively, like it's heavy. Yeah, it's I dope. told her the other day you have to do a book because I actually my my dad the other day told me a story where because I've been doing all these videos and I get really frustrated because the budgets are like everyone's like wants a million dollars and yeah, I'm like I don't ridiculous. what are you talking about I'm like literally an, uh, an independent artist but sure um, and he's like just don't forget that you can do this yeah yourself yep like find the people that really fuck with you and want to create art that's because the best he's like stuff. your mother didn't shoot it basically one day on set. The stylist was shit. We were shooting our first thing. She's like, I'm going to do it. She starts pinning shit. And then she, the next shoot, she's like, I'm taking the photo. And since then, she just like is now this insane photographer. I, like she didn't mean to be, you know, she didn't know that was going to be her thing. She was called to do it. Yeah. And so I just think like. She is good though. She's amazing. Whether she would ever uh, own, it, own that or not. I also She's like, amazing. You know, when you're growing, like also with my parents, I always wanted to stand on my own two feet. So I was always like, my mom's not going to shoot me, you know? And now I'm like begging her to shoot me. I'm like, please shoot, shoot everything. Yeah. Because, you know, now I'm like my own person. And now I'm like, okay, let's collab mom, you know? Yeah. But she's incredible. And oh, but Doug, who I grew up with, he's an, um, Doug Bizarro. He's an amazing photographer. He shot some stuff for Chrome Hearts and he shot me because greg based everything off of light so i had to get shot in these positions um we shot at the new york store in in new york yep. and and it was just a trip because he took photos of me when i was a little girl and then he was taking photos of me like half naked and then it turned into this painting and it was just like such a family affair and i'm it's like my favorite it just really represented doomed for me and it was my first album and great i wanted album. it to be bold so it's a great album yeah thank you when's the next album like now I'm so ready to put out another one. Yeah. I've been writing a lot lately and which is pretty prolific for you know you've historically you've taken time between your yeah. music and you haven't been as like you it feels like you're hitting this this spot where like you're you really have developed as an artist you really you're in this like zone creative zone or something that like it feels like I don't think, I don't think you could put out enough music right now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited. It's like it's I, been it, a long road. Yeah, for you. I really waited too. I don't know why I waited so long. Everyone said that they're like, the minute you put out an album, you're gonna. It's not as daunting or whatever. Yeah, scary. So I agree with that. Now I'm like, let's go again. But I've been writing so much, and I've a lot of different songs. So that's been really cool. Like, I don't know. I felt like I was so obsessed with sounding like raw and rock and like the cramps right or whatever and now i'm like experimenting and it's not as serious like i really right feel like i'm listening to annie lennox every day right now like you that's can't, still really cool though yeah like, it is really cool but it's like different it's like, yeah you don't have to like <laughs> be in one zone little mazzy star i love Ma mazzy star is like un un what's the word um hope. under under appreciated undervalued. yeah yeah she 
she's actually like everyone knows about Hope now. Like everybody's like a Mazzy Star fan now. But Mazzy Star, you know those artists that you always love forever? Yeah. Since like classic. First time I heard her or them, um, always. Yeah. And you know, if I ever want to be really in my feels or depressed, yeah. just that's my goal. Like I went to see um them play and everyone was like definitely on heroin sitting on the floor. I was like, this is what I want. They it's don't have crazy. to be on heroin, but I want like 5,000 people yeah, like, sitting it's a on vibe. the floor. It's a vibe. Watching me. It's crazy because I only really appreciate grow being a teenager in the 90s. Yeah. Well, that was my time. That's mm -hmm. when my whole idea of music developed. That's when, and I and I appreciate it now more than ever. I didn't always appreciate. I always thought the, the 90s was kind of lame and yeah. old fashioned and like get away from the nineties. Mm -hmm. And then, and then that's kind of how I feel about the two thousands. I'm like, just don't look at me from 2000 to 2010. But you're, everyone's uh, looking at you still. But yeah, but, but on the mood board. it's not, but to you, you're like, it, but now I look at the nineties and I'm like, God, they just will never be again. They don't, they don't make them like they used to. The truth is they do. Real artists are always going to be real artists. Yeah. The, the idea that they don't make them like they used to is a lie. Real artists make real art, and there will always be some real art that's not being appreciated now. Yeah. Because all right. the shit from the 90s, we didn't appreciate it then. It was what we were doing. We were going to those shows. We were watching those bands. I saw every band play. Yeah. And I didn't appreciate it at the time. And now I'm like, they don't make them like they used to. Well, they do. They're just these new artists that no one's appreciating yet until... It's always easy to fantasize about a different decade, yeah. right? Like yeah. there's rock stars exist. They're just different. Like yes. I think Post Malone's a rock star. I do too. And like, it's not because he's famous or has a bunch of streams or whatever. He's just fucking is. He's like a drunk cowboy that's yeah. making whatever the fuck he wants. And yeah. he's a rock star and everyone's just different. I think he's now. super cool. I like him. He is cool. Yeah. I want to, I want to tour with him. I want to open. That, you know what? That would be <laughs> actually like would work. I like the juxtaposition. Like I like how. But his fans would like you. Yeah, I hope they would. I'm putting it out into the world. I think that's a real possibility. <laughs> I've made him an outfit before. Because you, you. But I would like to open. But also, like you're under you. You don't get a lot of credit for the 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 creative director you are. The, from a fashion perspective, you have a really really great take on fashion. In a world that's flooded with kind of like the same everywhere you look. Um, and then when you think about rock and roll, it's hard to get it right. It's hard. It's mostly not authentic when someone tries yeah. to make like a rock version. Right. Because they don't realize there is no rock version. It's just a rock person wearing something that's special. And then it feels like, oh, that was made like a rock and roll version. And you're like, <laughs> no, it was just a really cool piece of clothing that someone who looks like they're rock and roll is wearing it. Yeah. And I course. think a guy like Post Malone would be very hard for him to put something on that it doesn't feel authentic. Yeah. I also think he, you gravitate towards like things that really represent that, right? So he like yeah. saw Chrome and was like, I mean, I'm not going to speak for him, but I think he's like, I I, I, I fuck with that, you know, because what, what it represents. Like- 100%. You know, you kind of go towards the brands you- I've been wearing it for 20 years. Feel. Yeah. <laughs> like that, because it, it just simply- there's people that have like, in my mind, there's like people that are like Dior or Chanel or 
I can't really pull off. I can wear some of the high fashion brands and I have and whatever. There's stuff, some stuff I like, but I'm not a big high fashion. Like I'm not going to get like most of the time I'm not, it just doesn't fit me the right way. It doesn't feel. And with uh, Chrome Hearts, it's always just fit me and been something I'd wear. I love that. I know I wore my hat today because you always wear hats. I wear my hat too. So I was vibing with the hat. But I mean, yeah, Chrome Arts is sick. I didn't wear it until I was older. I was That's like, funny. I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, yeah, because you're young, you what? A- and now I'm like, I want that. But also, like to me, like Deadly Doll, right? Yeah, is sick. Thank you. I mean, I'd say it's like well, probably uh, one of Kate's favorite brands. Period. Obsessed with that, I have that in my head every day. Receiving that text, I just have to say it one more time from Nicole who I was obsessed with and it still am. She's an icon. To have her daughter want something, I was like- Straight up. Like, is this happening right still, now? This is crazy. It's, 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 it's heavy. It's so cool. It's for real. Like It's a real thing. Whenever I doubt myself, I like those moments, I think about them. I'm it's not kidding. So it's so like real. She, but she thinks it's cool. I have to keep going. I have to keep going. It's super cool. <laughs> it's super cool. Thank you. And I think that's a- But but I also think that it it, it doesn't feel like- unnatural to the same way I think your music is super cool. And I think that obviously it's been a long winding road for you as an artist. Yes. I think because you're, from my perspective, I think it's been an organic process. A lot of people that grew up in LA that are around all these music people would have just gone, hey, uh, so-and-so friends with my dad, can you take me and get me a record deal? And then I'm going to make a record and then I'm going to go out there and have the the fantasy camp experience of like, I thought I wanted to be a rock star. And plenty of kids have done it and like, it doesn't stick. Watching you do it like a garage band and just go like, I remember back when you were like, we're rehearsing here. Like you were doing it the way a band would do it. Like yeah. you'd just be rehearsing, do whatever show you could do. And- kind of like on this long winding artist development road yeah, to where you're at today, which is a fully developed artist in my mind. Um, it has, it's nice to see that because it feels yeah. real. Yeah. I've been like fortunate to be in positions like when I was young, like I'm not saying most people can say no. Right. You know, I'm not like discrediting that you have to really like take these opportunities and run with them. For sure. But I like was offered a like a, uh, contract when I was 13 and the first thing they said to me he was a friend too he, the first thing he said to me was okay I'm gonna sign you and you're gonna blow up and we're gonna call you Jojo and <laughs> you're, like, no. you're gonna make pop and I literally was like no I'm not yeah and I don't want to be signed and I'm not saying many people can say that like I'm not I just that I was it. what I that is what my decision was in yeah. my situation and I didn't want that and I've Pretty taken cool. a very strange road and it's bumpy but I'm like I don't care. Like, but I bet you're glad. I now. like my yeah. I really, I really am. It didn't make sense, and I'm and I think I hold my held myself back in certain ways. But I, it's like all making sense, and I've been meeting really cool people lately that yeah. also get it. Yeah. From different, like I just met this DJ from Canada, and he's just like been so inspiring. We've been writing like dance music, and I That's never cool. thought I'd even be comfortable enough to sit in a room and like make music with someone I don't know. And it's just like, I don't know. You just have to go with the 
put your feet in the grass, go with the flow. Like it's just that's the vibe of life. I don't know how. And else that's to, the vibe to live of it. But but that's also like your vibe. Yeah. You know, and that's cool. Yeah. That's super cool. I think I think your music is some of the coolest out there. Thank you. But I <laughs> but I can feel the time it's taken. I yeah. can, you can feel all that, all that time and all that development, like all whatever it's taking to get you here has been like this long winding road. And I'm, I'm with you. I get it. Like some people, I guess you can, I don't think it's a completely true statement to say like there are some people who can't say no to some opportunities, but I remember feeling like that coming from yeah. where I came from. We said yes to everything. Mm -hmm. If I could go back I would change some things. Yeah. I would. I wish someone had told me like, you don't have to do everything. Right. You know, now that you have the rent paid and like you can eat. Yeah. And you can live. You can slow down a little bit and be a little more thoughtful and not just look at this as like going to a, a factory and work. There was a time from the very early stages of coming from you know, extreme poverty to making money and then making a lot of money is a wild roller coaster. And I, I think I feel like those first few years of making money, we were so scared of like not having that opportunity or, you know, you, I think poverty is a mindset too that you come at. And I think those first five or six years, we were just hitting it hard, yeah, grinding. And we weren't thinking, we lost a lot of the art in yeah. that. I think we still made cool shit for the most part, but I think there were times where we were completely lost and spun around and like just not saying no ever to anyone. Yeah. And I think at this stage of my life, which I learned from people like you, whether you realize it or not, I'm always watching people that I think are just authentic, cool, comfortable in their skin, good people. I have to respect them, you know? Yeah. Um, and respect how they move. I try to learn. I try to go like, I try to like stop and watch someone like you and go like, oh, she's cool. I wonder why, why, or I wonder how, or I wonder what makes her. And I take a little bit of something from it and I try to put it into how we move with all the things we do, whether it's this company or whether it's that. Just slowing down and going like, how do I feel about that? Okay, I'm gonna lean into that. Yeah. This is interesting. What does no feel like and what does yes feel like, okay? okay? If we can ever look back and remember a time where it felt like, yes, that's a yes. Yeah. I will do that a hundred times and I'll do it for free. I'm so excited. Let's fucking go, right? Versus, no, this just seems like yucky or this seems, I don't like the way this feels or whatever. Like to me, people need to understand clearly in themselves because it's different for everyone. What does yes feel like and what does no feel like? Mm -hmm. And then yes and no need to ha have more weight than money, um, fame, anything you could acquire that someone could tell you that you're going to get from doing this. So if they say, here, do you want to do this? And it's like, no, that just seems like a no for me. No, no, no. But then they go for this much, if, it's, you st if it feels like no, you should not do it. Right. What no matter what's being proposed to you to do it. And I think that like not enough people are like taught to maybe, um, or they get spun around because from a young age, maybe like we're just told what to do and we don't have a choice or whatever. 
Um, and I think that I had to learn that, like, what does yes feel like? Yes is like, yes, doesn't matter about the money. doesn't matter about this. I'm, this just is so fucking exciting to me. Um, and no was the one I didn't know what no felt like. Right. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have a sense. And I think that's some like childhood shit or something, but well, I think you were like, like fighting for your life and also like people depend on you, right? Like you were, you had management. Like, I don't know. I'm just speaking for you, but you're like, fuck, there's so much riding on me. Well, there's plenty of bad middle people in our business yeah. that can convince you to that you need them. And I think what I always try to encourage artists is there's nothing better than a great partner. So yes, there's some great managers out there, great labels, lots of great partners that you can find. There's also some bad ones. The cautionary tales of the music business. Yeah. And any business. People that convince you that you need them. That's a very bad relationship to be in where you're being convinced or manipulated yeah. to need to feel like you need someone. I think partnerships are like a, a at will. Like I feel like any partnership I have with anyone, if they come to me and they go, I'm out, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do it anymore either. No. You know, even if it hurts. Totally. Even something simple is like, nope, just not going to like come to that barbecue. Yeah. That's like just a boundary that you yeah. don't know. Sorry. You, you don't really know you have till you do or something. And being a, and being comfortable enough to say no to someone without giving them some excuse. You go, no. No. I love the not having excuses. Yeah. No, I can't come. It's straight up just like <laughs> hardcore now. It's like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's cool. Or you can just, you. I mean, for me, it's, I already have plans for, for real anyways. My plan is always to be home with my family. <laughs> I like that. That plan, that's the standing, that's a that's standing, cool. uh, you know, that, that's a standing appointment every day. Yeah. So, I have to push myself time, sometimes though to like, like last night out. I went to a dinner and I would have never, I have anxiety. So like I, my whole thing. You like, have anxiety? Yeah, I, have, I get anxiety. Wow. Not LA anxiety, like anxiety yeah yeah anxiety and so my whole thing is like fuck if i go to this dinner like i'm gonna i'm gonna be like weird and you just have to talk to yourself and then i was like i'm not on gonna a, be weird on a one to go, ten how how like anxious do you think you get when it's bad when it's bad like 11 oh wow yeah really uh-huh how does it act out how does it show out it's is it like physical in like ways. Yeah, can't like, breathe can't breathe okay um i used to have that really bad yeah it was really bad two years ago you know, artistic people are prone to that. Yeah. But what I realize is you have to vocalize it. Like people are not taught that it's like not embarrassing. No, you have to not, say, hey, I'm anxious. Say, I'm having anxiety. I need to step away or hold my hand or yeah. breathe with me. And otherwise your thoughts, like especially creatives, I think go into like a whole, like I'm going to die here. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have really bad anxiety. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was until I started going to therapy. Yeah. And he's like, that's a panic attack. Panic like, attack, crazy. I thought I was going to die. And they're like, how often yes. does that happen to you? And I was like, probably like two or three times a week. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> it's a panic attack. that's called a panic attack. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah. And they're like, it's it's a mental yeah. thing. And I'm like, God damn. Um, it can come out on your skin. It can, you can all make kinds yourself of ways. sick. It's like, it really should be talked about. How do you work through it? Now it depends on like, it depends on what type, you know, there's different ones. Um, some of mine are based around like food allergies. Like right. it's weird. I'm terrified I'm going to be allergic to something. It's so weird. Yeah. When I'm on a plane, yes. I don't eat the food because. Well, now I have flying anxiety. Okay. That's my new one. Oh. I'm like, oh, thanks guys, body for giving me this. I fly everywhere. But so. It, I think the anxiety, is it possible that it attaches itself to things 
once you work yes. through one that's not Goes okay. Go to a different one. That's off the table. I've worked. I've, yeah. Let's say it's the food anxiety thing. After a year or two of of talking about it, working mm-hmm. through it, you kind of take it off the table. Yep. It's proven wrong. So I'm not going to die from that. So then it starts to attach itself to a new thing. Yeah. That's interesting. It's so weird. And it's like, I have to. Pretty normal. Yeah. I just like to know. I don't like to feel out of control. Yeah. So flying, I think now is like. So are you not flying at the moment? No, I'm flying because I, I decided to be here for two months, which has been like amazing. But now I'm about to fly and. You just have to kind of be like, this is what I'm doing today. And if something bad happens, that's my fate, right? Like, what is the ultimate? What are you actually scared of? Like, death? Yeah, let's play this out. Like, okay, I'm scared. What if I die? What if the plane crashes and I die? That's the ult- like. That's pretty much the end of the fear, right? Very, very high likelihood that won't happen. Like, but by if it the does, billions, by the billions right. of chance. Of, but if like, it does, one in a billion. But if it did, let's. That's I don't what it, think you'd be there to... That's what happens. You can't like not... Like last night, the barbecue, like I met amazing people and I had the best time and I laughed. <clears throat> if I didn't do that because of my anxiety, I'm like, you're holding yourself back and you're yeah. not experiencing... That's any- a pretty healthy like way to work through it though. A yeah. lot of people can't work through it. No, I've I've not been able to work through right. it. I've... At all. Before. What helped you? I think realizing that I had to work through. You yeah. have to. You can't ex- exit your body. Yeah, you got to move. Unless you want to literally be a drug addict or an alcoholic, which is you have to stay in your body. Which was not my story. Right. I you are. I live in like realizing like being alone and taking time to yourself is powerful and yeah. like that we're just like exist with ourselves and no one else can really like hold you up. Like yeah. you have people that like your wife or your kids that make like being here fabulous but you really have you to, are alone you ha- you're alone and like once you realize that which i feel like i did choose to real i i i did i was like shit i gotta i gotta deal with this or i'm not gonna leave my house you know yeah and it's like you don't want to i think i buried myself in work and then in relationships and i never dealt with anything yeah and then it was when i started really working on myself because i in you know about probably four or five years into my my marriage where, you know, things are going to come up. It gets real. Yeah. And you're dug in together. And, you know, Nicole's like, I think you should work on that. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck do you mean work on that? What does work on that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, go talk to someone. Right. And I'm like, you go talk to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not depressed. You're depressed. And um, I, I'm not anxious. You're anxious. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then she was right. And I go start to work on myself. And I think that's when I started to break through, even just become aware of like, oh, I have an emotional life. Mm -hmm. I never acknowledged. Yeah. And I never acknowledged that I am alone, that 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 I I am actually important enough to work on. And I'm not just, because I always kind of put my mind on a goal or worked on a thing. And it was like, I put myself beneath it to just support it. Mm-hmm. So whether that was like the band or a, a dream or a dream I shared with my brother or like a marriage, a family, it was always like, I felt like I was in service of, and it made me feel needed. Yeah. But it's like a self-esteem thing and straight up. It's like, it made me feel like I was important to something. And then I was a part of a thing that worked. And that's all I ever wanted was like to be a part of a thing and feel safe in it and like just work. 
uh, but not actually stop and go, well, how do I feel? And then, like you said, like you work through like, okay, let's play it out. What if you, what if the plane crashes? Well, I'm not going to, it's, it's going to be over before I even realize it's happened. Yeah. It's crazy though. Cause you go, you spiral. Yeah. It's a real thing, you know? <laughs> like, it is. It's so it funny. It happens all the time still, but it's like, if you make friends with it, yeah. rather than like, That's like it. go away, you have to like make friends with it. And yeah, you can't judge it. And like, even hearing you say that is comforting in a way, like, because you think it's, I'm the only one feeling this. I'm the only one going through it. And it's not true. And, and every, no way. Everyone is. Everybody. And it's always different. Everyone is. And it, it acts you know? out in all different ways. Yeah. But you can see it. I'm way older than you, but like I can see it now a mile away in people. If they're anxious, if they're depressed, I've done so much work on myself. I can see it in them a mile away. And so an anxious person, it's interesting how in work life, how many people are anxious and they don't realize it. And that is affecting how they work. And they're, I would say to anyone out there that's listening that struggles with anxiety, and even if you're just realizing that you do, because a lot of times we don't know we're anxious 90% of the time until it becomes a physical, I can't breathe. Or yeah. I think if we're edgy, uncomfortable, generally all of it is like anxiety around something and it can make us really unpleasant. It can make us really like have a really bad time. Um, you know, all the different, anxiety just attaches itself to so many different things, but the minute you start working on it and you become more and more aware of it, the more powerful you become, because even if it's still there, you're just, it's, it does kind of become an old, like an old friend. Yeah. It really does. Like there's times where every now and then I'll have an anxious moment and I won't catch it as fast as I usually do. Cause even if I just realize I'm anxious, I'm good. I can just go into True. something and go, yeah. Oh, you're, you're a little, little anxious. Or I can even just say to, you know, my brother or, or Nicole, uh, I'm a little anxious and then have to say it. boom, like we both feel better about how she's not guessing. Why aren't, why aren't you talking to me? No, it has nothing to do with you. I'm a little anxious, but yeah. like communicating with, Communication, yeah. you know, that's the important. inner dialogue too. Like the way you talk to yourself is so powerful. People don't know that big time. I just think it's, if I'm like this girl, I the other day was like, you're really good at math. And I was like, I'm shit at math. Like actually I, didn't pass math and so did I, didn't get I, to I walk. So yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. Um, and she was like, no, but you, you can solve things that no one else can. And I was like, this is tripping me out. Like we just had a really witchy conversation about being creative. Yeah. And I just think like not walking around saying I'm bad at math. It's not necessary to walk around and say you're bad at math because it teaches your body to believe things and so if you just change the way you think about yourself a little bit like if you really try to so vocalize true. that's like it sounds so simple but it's really not it's not simple because you so don't you realize how yeah. much you do it you do it all we do all day and how everything is just how we perceive something yeah so you're not bad at math you don't care about math yes right so if you really <laughs> cared about math you could probably get good at math yeah i say that to my kids like you know if if if, if my daughter's like She's not getting a good grade in a class. I, I just don't care that much. I just want her to have a good time and and learn how to function. Like the reason we go to school is so we can learn how to function in a group so that we can live in the world and be productive. And we have to, at 
the, the formative years of our life, there's a whole section of it that's basically dedicated to learning how to function in the world with everyone else. And that's all it is. We got to pay our taxes. We got to wait in line. We got to learn how to function, right? And that's yeah. what school's for. I don't see school as a place where I'm going to learn how to be myself or learn how to do anything that I care about, but I'm an artist. Yeah. And so I kind of, that's how I explain school to my daughter. Some parents may not agree with that. I totally get it. I'm not going to fight them on it. Um, that's how I perceive school because I failed school. I couldn't get my grade point average past like a 1.6 my entire career in school. Yeah. But I learned how the world works. I learned how to function in a group, which is useful. It's valuable to be able to sit and, and, and go out in public and be functional. If I was late to class, I was grounded. My dad cared about tardiness growing up. That's good. That's a, that's yeah. a, that says something. It's a, it's yeah. a, so there's always something. The value. You know, yeah. There's a value to being on time. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of like when you're in school, like no one, unless you're spending one-on-one -on -one time with a teacher, like you miss a lot of stuff. Because yeah. people are different. We all learn in different ways. Like yeah. how do you, like I no one taught me how to read cuz I'm like this. I read, I know how to read, but I'm saying I have to take like a a piece of paper and like go line to line or I just see Yeah, you're probably tons of words on a page like same. Even at even at a restaurant, a menu, I'm like Caesar salad, Caesar salad, Caesar salad, Caesar salad. You're probably some version of dyslexic. Yeah, and I'm like that's it's, it's okay. It's a big spectrum. It's yeah. a big spectrum. So Yeah. Um so the learning stuff is like it, with art with artistic people we're just wired differently and like we learn differently but like math like again i'm bad at math is a, is, a, is a little too broad of more like i'm not interested in math or i don't care about math yeah but um, that's changing the vibes in your right. head brain re rewire because yeah. you don't who said like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that's i think anxiety like to help anyone Telling people what you're going through. I'm bad at fitness. No, you're not. You just don't care about fitness. <laughs> <laughs> or just like get up and go to the gym or don't. Like make a decision, you know? Yeah. So you have um, the tours coming up. Yeah, I'm going on tour in UK Europe in August. That's exciting. I'm so excited. I'm playing, um, I'm going to say this wrong, Reading and Leeds. Reading and Leeds. And you then said it right. Berlin. Berlin, that's great. And then a couple weeks, some shows and then... And then here for a month in September. Across the US. Across the US, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's exciting. I cannot wait. And you live in London sometimes, right? I live in London half the year pretty much. Like That's good. Yeah. That's cool. It's cool. I've been spending the last two months here. I really needed it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the sun did not come out. It's been, it's been gray for a long I'm time. I'm mad at her. Yeah. But... I just need to be here sometimes. I really love it here. I grew up here, so. And you're constantly dropping like deadly doll stuff all the time. All the time. That's great. We, you know, it started because I just wanted to make merch for touring and then people were, they liked it. So like I was a whole like, brand. this is weird. Okay, of course sure, you're gonna, let's go. Of course your merch is going to turn into <laughs> like a cool ass brand. Yeah, it's cool. Thank you. Yeah. And, and now I'm trying to focus on that more and we're about to, it's going to be in, we just, we're about to put it into six Chrome Heart stores, like in a little corner, like a little display. So that's, that's the first time we're doing that. And then that will be collaborative. And yeah. then I just put out my boots called Sugar Jones. Sugar Jones, the boots. Which I also made because I wanted to feel like a feline on stage. And now they're out. Sick. And they're very cool. Thank you. And people are loving them. And I love that. I'm so excited. They're super cool. Yeah. Thank you. 
I'm going to put about a million more colors out, but right now there's just like three. And I just shot this campaign with all my friends in them, and it was so much fun. The factory last week. like When's it come out? It'll come out in a couple weeks. And like we don't advertise, so it'll just right. like be on our yeah. website. But yeah. it's still sick. You know, I love I love um, days like that where I can put everybody in it. Everyone's still themselves, but I can help and I think we, we live fun. in a I think we live in a time where there's so much forced on us and everything feels so, you know, for better or worse, I think we live in a great time. Yeah. I think it's really great that everyone's so aware, right? In so many different ways. Like in certainly socially, like it's great to see people be so aware. Uh, but then sometimes in in the in the old good old fashioned way of like making things, uh, it's almost like they're too aware. I think it's cooler when I see people just make stuff and put it out. Yeah. And then the awareness grows over time, and I think it lasts longer and it means more when it has to grow kind of like a tree, versus like this manufactured moment. The simplest things though, like that, that you like, you just like again. It's really quite simple. I just want to be happy and I don't think that's going to come from like rushing or doing things to 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 have some sort of like unreal I don't know just like That's not, why like, I think you will be happy. Way. Yeah. At any level you continue like like I've like I said 10 times here. It's a long winding road you've been on but you're not going down. You continue to grow up. And I think that's why you are happy. That's why you'll be happy. Uh, and that's why it's sustainable. Yeah. I also think it's about having like believers too. You yeah. Know? Like, don't get me wrong. I've been frustrated before. Like having a team, people that want to see you succeed. They get you. There's a plan. I, I, you know, I'm chaotic. I need a plan sometimes. Yeah. Like I want to know like what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. And I'll do it. But if I'm gonna drive that alone all the time, like I probably I might not. It's unsustainable. You know, it's not you gotta like. Enough. It's time to. I want to work my ass off, but more than ever, like right now, go on tour, make more music, and collaborate, and see. That's team. Team. That's it's, what it's we nice. all, all. I think all successful people have. Yeah. Team. I've never had that though, not with my project. Chrome Arts is one thing, but. Right. It's it's it's, it's cool to but meet it, it, to meet the right people at the right time. It totally. Yeah. Because I'm the same way. I mean, I'm really disorganized in a lot of ways, but yeah. I have an amazing team of people that I, I I do a certain thing on the team and they do other things and we all work together. And it like when you when you build out a team that works, it's really great. It functions yeah. really well. And as long as we all know that it's a dial we're continuing to turn and it's not just some thing that's supposed to happen like that, that we all have to try, 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 try again. Um, and then we all start to get a rhythm and we start to learn how we each work best. But I have an amazing team of people that I think that 100% that's how we succeed. Yeah. You're doing good. Vibes. I'm excited. Thank you. Me too. Thanks for coming. I love this. I love chatting. Yeah, it's good. Anything else you want to chat about? I don't think so. I was just thinking I'm going to probably eat a lot of food when we're done with this. That's yeah. like what I was thinking about. I think Besides I Besides being stoked on this conversation, I'm like, I'm hungry now. Yeah. Perfect, <laughs> perfect place to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Okay. Love. Awesome. Hey, thank you for listening to Artist Friendly. We'll see you next time.
car only take premium gas. I love my engine. Yeah, I'm not smoking on gas, I'm smoking on piff. That's my kind. I don't want no bad times. I don't.